and we are going to the movies. We're live. Oh, yeah, we are. Well, kind of. We're live now, but we won't be when it's put up. Right. We're, we're more live than going to the movies. Yeah. So, if anybody calls me, I'll be out. If you have my number, feel free. It'll go directly to voicemail because I don't pick up for anyone. Also, you won't not be on the my, show. Not even my mom. Yep. Especially not. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn it, mom. <laughs> I'd rather pick up for a telemarketer. I'm on air. <laughs> I told you, don't bother me when I'm doing my podcast. <laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> I'm putting it on the internet. My internet buddies are waiting for it. Yeah, right. I have fans. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Mom. I'm checking my stats. Yeah. <laughs> but I still have, like, dial-up. <laughs> and, like, I go to check my stats and the internet drops. And then it's like, Mom, I told you not to try to use the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mood. Yeah. Welcome oh to the 90s, all you young, like, chitlins. Yeah. No. Like, trying to make a point in the yahoo political chat room oh and someone picks up the phone in the house and you lose it or yeah. you just lose it because your dial crashes yeah this is like the or, whim of right. the gods because like wind blows the phone line and it like yeah it, it sways in the breeze <coughs> and you lose your connection or the browser crashes yeah have did these people ever like hear a phone call before? There's background noise constantly. Did whoever hear a phone call? Like the people who designed dial-up. Yeah. What made them think that sounds over the phone line was a good idea? I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, you want to make it hard for everyone? Are you saying why did they think that phone conversations would work? No, how di like why dial up would work? Yeah, I guess that there's no alternative <clears throat> at the time, right? I, I suppose. Yeah. And, like continue to go off of. Yeah, it's not like well thought out. They're just like, well, here's a Neither here's a wire this joke. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's a wire. <laughs> you want to use this for your internet? I guess go knock yourself out. You only got one wire though, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had well I had I have a friend who had a super special dial-up modem that could do two connections at the same time to get twice the speed. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So you could download an MP3 in like two hours instead of like four. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, well, that was, a, that was about a megabyte an hour, wasn't it? No, it was like a megabyte per minute. I don't know the rate. I know I was trying to download like video killed the radio star and it took several hours. But I did I did eventually <laughs> successfully download it. <laughs> I This is on Napster. I remember my first four gigabyte download. Mm -hmm. I had to leave my computer on overnight. <laughs> <clears throat> I did get it though. I was quite happy with that. A song? Uh no, it was a web server like software. Oh, okay. That's how I learned how to how to program was through that. Oh, little, little brand programming. It was miserable downloading compilers. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, on our first computer, my dad would like pirate like computer games from work on a five and a half inch floppy disk. Oh, I and, miss them. And like, so that's how we got like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego computer game. Nice. And, you know, it was pirated from that medium. But then I was never able to get past the first level because it required, like, a certain edition of Fodor's USA Travel Guide in order to answer <laughs> the last question. It would be like, what's the fourth bolded term on page 39 of, of like, 1993 Fodor USA Travel Guide? And oh, it was wow. so ridiculous, so I'd never get past it. Sometimes that I'd just guess words. I'd be like... Uh, Montana or <laughs> like and it was never the right one I got like three guesses oh that's the worst it was so sad what kind that is some poor ass quality it was complete bullshit yeah but like they really needed to 
think about that. What did they do? Expect you to like go to the library to figure it out or something? I called the library one time because you could call and talk to like the research librarian. And I was like, I'm playing a game and um, it's asking me this question. And then they were like, hold on. And they came back like five minutes. So they're like, I can't find it. We don't have that edition or something. Oh, like, no. Oh. Okay, thanks anyway. You've been squashed by a defunded library system. <laughs> well, it was funded well. I just they didn't have that one obscure, like, you know, edition that was from, like, several years back that this game was, like, for some reason referencing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. The eternal edition. Yeah. They... It was dumb. I guess you get what you pay for. I wonder why you hate video games. I, I played some stupid computer games on that computer using the arrow keys yeah yeah i remember them i remember there was one game and if anyone knows please tell me there was a game where you were in a hot air balloon and you had to mix potions together to get your hot air balloon to move to another location or if you didn't would it like fall to the ground well it was it was like like you were up and then you would go down to the ground and you had to like it would be like you now you're in the jungle mm. and this is the stuff that's available and I, I like i have such a vague memory of enjoying it because it was in my it was in my on a computer in my second grade class was it trying to be educational like was it actual compounds you would mix it wasn't anything real oh, okay. it was like this is how chemistry works you th- mix b- beakers of things together and make your hot air balloon go places. <laughs> Chemists everywhere are like, <laughs> not really. And then there was another game that was like a pipe fixing game mm-hmm. where you would have to like connect like a, a water flow problem to like get like the spigot to go to the end and you had like a certain pipes that you could connect together. Oh, wow. Like baby plumber it was that one was actually a lot of fun i would play that if i had it yeah that's fun um i would play minesweeper a lot which i love oh yeah um and i'm actually fairly good at minesweeper if i do say so myself um unfortunately Mm. it does not come standard on most of the computers so you gotta go to some weird sketchy like website to play it yeah right like um (laughs) but it's it's so fun bomb collector (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um we had some like want to be educational games my dad pirated um from work again the <laughs> like a, <laughs> you're really putting your dad on the hook here it was like the wild west of like information uh technology <laughs> oh yeah and oh i'd go visit my dad at work and then i play i call it the mule game but i don't think it's called that but basically it would be you'd have your old computer and it would be like a black screen with like you know pixelated little like shapes and you were a donkey or a mule like in the road walking up the middle of the road and there'd be a car you'd be in one of the two lanes and then there'd be like a car coming all of a sudden in your lane it would get faster and faster and you have to use your arrow keys to like shift over to the other lane until you eventually got run over by a car oh wow that sounds like that is such an atari like old school game yeah it was basically like that so i'd play that while my dad back when you used to be able to visit your parents at work and like hang out there all day yeah (laughs) yeah that doesn't really happen anymore i did i I do have a co-worker who occasionally brings her son into work yeah for the whole day though yeah the whole day and he just sits there bored because you can't give a kid a corporate computer (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't work that way just be like do you know your alphabet you want to file some stuff yeah <laughs> do you want to look at some like protected personal information yeah <laughs> yay yeah i don't know um yeah no i i want to find them again because there's a program i think it's called dos box where you can emulate an old ms dos system and play those games mm. i don't know that i'd <clears throat> want to i didn't really love them that much yeah they're probably not that fun yeah but i want to invoke that inner like nostalgia in me well there was at the like our friend's house down the block they had a computer that had on it um the game i I can't remember what it was called where you was it pong where you moved this little like horizontal line segment back and forth as this like ball like 
came down and you like moved it so the ball would ricochet off of it and go back and then it would get hit back to you and you'd hit it back yeah 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 Yeah. that's pong and then there's there's actually a really fun variant of that game called breakout Mm. where instead of another like paddle there are bricks that you have to hit with the ball and they'll get destroyed oh cool and there's like different you can like they get the levels get harder as you go Mm. fun that one oh so fun never played it but yeah yeah well that's old computer games that we used to play and this is breakfast with your friends podcast oh yeah this is a podcast thanks for joining is it's a podcast or as i decided last (laughs) night it's not a podcast it's an asynchronous radio show that's right it's also a podcast primarily yeah the first yeah primarily the first by the way i hope you weren't thinking that this was music uh (laughs) i know you get it on itunes or spooterfy (laughs) not everything on itunes and spotify is music will this be a lesson to you although our voices must be music to your ears as i slur fucking half the words in that sentence jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) to be fair you're kind of (laughs) drunk i'm so drunk you're just tired because we went on a long walk it's as we record it's may 3rd it's beautiful outside it's 75 degrees it's like days like this make you realize why you didn't kill yourself It is so gorgeous out. Yeah. Although, so we went on a trail for, you know, it, it was a good, what, like five-ish mile walk? More like Give four. Or take. Yeah, let's say like four, but. You were selling yourself short. I'm going to call it five. You can call it whatever you okay. want. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just my, you know, pedometer says four. Your pedometer says 4.3. And I like rounding up. I don't know. It sounds mathematical. Does sound. it actually say I don't know what it says. I'm, I'm tapping it right now. 4.3 miles, actually. Exactly. Hot hell. You and the speedometer oh my God. are psychically linked. <laughs> You've won. I won. One million dollars of nothing. What? What's a million dollars of nothing? Like, how much, what is a unit of nothing worth? Nothing. <laughs> so a million dollars of nothing is an infinite amount of nothing? It's just another way of saying you don't get anything, but you are psychically connected to the Fitbit. I'm cool with that. That's that's prize alone. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we went on a 4.3 mile walk today. and <laughs> It was harder than it sounds because it's hot out because it's 75 degrees. And it's like the first time I've been out since like October. Yeah. But it was really nice. <clears throat> oh, it was so gorgeous. But as a result, it's a little hard to think. Yeah. Probably would have been a good idea to bring some water Mm -hmm. uh, next time. The geese were super chill today, which was weird and cool. Mm -hmm. Um, They're usually acting like whenever you see a goose, you kind of are like, is this goose going to attack me? 30% chance yes, based on this body language. But these geese were just like (laughs) sitting like together, kind of like having a moment. They were having such a moment. There were these two geese and they they were just kind of like sitting side by side looking out at the water mm-hmm. and they weren't moving they weren't doing anything they mm-hmm. were just sitting close together and like enjoying yeah. the scenery it was pretty cute it was pretty cute those geese are like retired <laughs> they're pensioners yeah right they're counting turtles yeah <laughs> uh, they're like oh, oh there's another one we saw a snapping turtle mm-hmm. that was pretty cool mm-hmm. i think it was more afraid of us Yeah, I didn't think to be afraid of turtles, but then you did let me know that sometimes they could get mad and run at you and snap at you. Yeah. And then I started thinking about having to fight off a a snapping turtle that's pretty small. I don't think they're a huge deal. Like, you can still outpace a snapping turtle. Yeah. Because they're they're a fucking turtle. They're not going to break land records. Exactly. We have way longer strides. Yeah, but they can haul. They're deceptively fast. Yeah, I don't think turtles are as slow as people make them out to be. And the hares make them out to be. (laughs) I think it's um, 
I think that they just don't want to walk fast most of the time. Yeah, pretty much. They're definitely, like, not. But if a turtle came up running at me trying to attack me, I wouldn't want to, but I would kick it right in the face. Yeah, so apparently the fastest recorded speed of the snapping turtle is 2.4 miles per hour. Okay. That's actually fairly fast, especially for it being so little. Yeah. And having, like, tiny little legs. Yeah, but you can walk faster than that. I can, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This turtle, like, sprinting behind you, and you're just, like, walking and slowly, like, increasing, like, (laughs) like, you're like, sorry, little guy. You were trying so hard. It would be if I was trying to chase a cheetah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For some reason. Yeah, right. That... (laughs) It'd be so sad. Except if the cheetah was like ten times taller than you. Yeah. I wouldn't be running after it either in that case. I'd be like, oh my god, a giant dinosaur cheetah. I know you would just want to pet its belly. I, I would, but I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid of an adult cheetah, period. But an adult cheetah that was somehow like ten times taller than I was... <laughs> Like a brontosaurus or like a tyrannosaurus yeah. cheetah. That'd be scary as hell. It'd be a little intimidating. Yeah. So I don't like... Turtles must be fearless then if they can just be like, I'm going to be aggressive to this monster that's walking by me. Yeah. Well, I don't think they are, though. Not typically. I think you have to be like near its eggs or something. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll right. get cranky. Animals get really possessive when you start to kill their children. Yeah. Yeah. They get really mad. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Humans get mad too, but it's a lot easier to trick a human <laughs> because they're just so distractible. Oh, yeah. Not human... that I've ever tried to like, kidnap or kill children, but I just know that like you could more easily like distract like some adult human with something, you know, and, yeah. and get it to leave its kids. Panda bears mm-hmm. are the most I watched a video of a panda bear being like a panda mom being given food the panda dropped its cub <laughs> and like a human took the cub and the pan- like the panda mom didn't give a fuck the panda mom's like i was kind of over this cub anyway yeah. at this point <laughs> like, <laughs> like i didn't know what to do yeah it's like i, I didn't want to have to move to a new school district <laughs> <laughs> like this cub was about ready to just be on his own give or take like six or seven months it's, he's fine he's yeah. fine he, he saw me eat bamboo a few times he knows got it figured out yeah and if not oh eh, well i'll have another one next year yeah it's fine <laughs> in the meantime i need this food right now oh yeah pandas are breeding again do they stop like there were there was some like two pandas that they've been trying to get to breed for a while mm-hmm. and they weren't but it turns out now that people aren't going to the zoo to watch them, they actually have time to get a little intimate. I can see that. I mean, they get distracted by being like spectacles. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it might be interesting. Like, I wonder if that just means that they can be like bashful about. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they stuff. can sense the energy of the people looking at them, and they can see them up on the rims. You know, we've got to be the most fucked up species that like groups of us congregate around a bear to see if it'll fuck. <laughs> I Well, are people going in order to see them fucking or are they no. going to see the cute little pandas? Imagine any other species doing that, though. Well, we did that to people even. Like, <laughs> I know. We, we liked to, to pretend that weren't people because they were like people we colonized but not we me but we uh white people people. yeah yeah um we people yeah we the people in order to be colonizing motherfuckers stole stole people and then put them in like little dioramas we're like live sweep sweep your hut this is the world's fair we're looking at you oh yeah yeah that's what i was getting at um when people were in zoos we made for them but um but yeah the animals were basically like so we're gonna take your land but don't worry you can live in this little area and we'll look at you all the time yeah it's so weird like i'm just imagining like if like a bunch of like moles 
Like every time two, let's say every time like two humans got together and like things were getting a little hot and heavy, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden a bunch of moles like peeked into your window and were watching to see if you were going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't like taking that human behavior and putting it onto some other creature is a little weird. Yeah. I think other animals don't have as much of a desire to like look at and study anything. Yeah, they don't as humans do. They they're too busy like I don't living. know, eating leaves. Yeah. Frolicking, living, surviving. Probably a pretty shitty survival, but surviving. Mm-hmm. But humans are like, yeah, we're going to look at this animal and marvel at it. I bet some animals watch. I bet owls. Like birds and crows. I bet crows and owls. Like, because I've looked into their eyes and I've seen their souls. Mm-hmm. Like, and you didn't like what you saw. Oh, it's so freaky. Like, I know crows for a fact just chill out and watch humans. Oh, yeah. And they just make notes of things they don't like. And they put that in their little books, their little black books. Yeah. Honest to God, if I, if we discovered that crows have been writing this whole time, I wouldn't be that surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Crows are awesome, but scary. For a long time, I've wanted to be to form a, an alliance with crows, but I haven't really ever gotten as far as getting them little treats. Um, I'm. Did you ever get a treat back? I've never given them treats. I've never given oh. them anything. So I've, no, I haven't gotten anything from them, but I haven't given anything either other than respect. That's I'm hoping fair. they can, they can uh, sense it a little bit cause they're pretty smart, but I like want to become friends with them cause I know that they're powerful <laughs> allies, but I'm a little worried to try and interact with them lest they become offended somehow and then uh, make me on an enemy and yell at me. Yeah. Oh, they'll ruin your life if you get on their bad side. I know. That's why I haven't really tried to get on their side at all. Yeah. In any way. I wonder if you could teach a crow to write. I'm sure you could. Like, they're up there for, like, qualifying. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I bet they haven't tried. Yeah, they have no reason to. To write. I mean... No, I mean... (laughs) I mean scientists. Sorry. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Crows are like, I I don't need to. I got the stick... I can use the stick to make a tool to get this food. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I bet, like... Oh, that would be a hell of an experiment to, like, find, like, a tribe of crows mm-hmm. and be like, all right, I'm going to teach these... I'm going to give them fire. Like, I'm going to be their Prometheus and give, like, the light of knowledge to this species. Yeah. That would be really cool, but it could also backfire. Oh, it'd be so glorious, though. Could you imagine if that was how, like, humans died? <laughs> From crows. From, yeah, like, crows, like, being given the enlightenment. What if we just gave a crow, like, an iPhone? Oh, my God. And a charger. <laughs> it was just sitting at a Starbucks. Yeah. Being like... Just on a table and someone, like, walks away and the crow yanks it. And then the crow's, like, setting up a bank account and, like... Yeah, right. <laughs> and, it's, like, like, downloaded Robin Hood. <laughs> crow's day trading. Yeah. <laughs> Except it doesn't know what money is. Uh, it has to order everything online, so it has no conception of paper money. Yeah. I, I want to meet this crow. I want this crow to be real now. Now I'm kind of sad that this isn't all in our imagination. I think they could definitely do more than, um, more than we know they can do. What if a crow wrote all of Edgar Allan Poe's? literature yeah right. the joke is it's been the raven the whole time yeah the raven just inserted itself in there as a little like wink yeah right kind of like how alfred hitchcock like is always like missing a bus in his movies is he That's yeah as a cameo kind of yeah he's always in the background and something goofy is happening to him he was a goofy looking guy so yeah he knew it mm-hmm. yeah i think in psycho specifically like the when the lady leaves the office with the money mm-hmm. like she like leaves mm-hmm. and you see outside and alfred hitchcock is like waving down a bus that's going taking off without him <laughs> that's funny i didn't know that about alfred alfred hitchcock oh so. elfie hitch <laughs> what was what was it that the other day that 
I was saying, and you were like Alfred Hitchcock, and it was something totally different. I couldn't. Oh. That that's that's lost. To I don't have long term memory. Yeah. Which makes for great conversation, but also makes for bad conversation. All I know is the question was something, and the answer was that was given was Alfred Hitchcock, but it was not correct. <laughs> this Whatever. is such it's a cool not a good story. story. It's not a good story. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're leaving it in there. We want this to be raw. Raw and unedited. Oh, yeah. Did we ha- we had so many plans for things to do on the podcast. I know. Don't you have like a little black book full yeah, of stuff? But I've just been writing um personal slates and re- revenge. No, just kidding. It's not my chrono book. What did I write? I wrote. Oh, I remember one. I remember one. We're going to play a game where I open up a Firefox window. I wrote, watch the Marx Brothers again, especially Duck Soup. That has very little to do with it. I don't think we could watch Duck Soup on the podcast. No, we can't. I wrote, Brian would be the greatest voice of his generation if it weren't for that damn time machine. That fucking time machine. (laughs) All right, no, I want to play a game with you. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. So, so I'm going to open up an incognito window of Firefox and go to www.google.com. Okay. And I'm going to type in the first few words of a statement, and I want to see if you can guess the remaining words of the top suggestion. Okay. And I know you're looking right at my computer, but I... can't I, see that far. Okay. I can't read that far. My eyesight's not good enough. Thank God for being blind. Yep. All right, so what we are going to do is we are going to we're gonna we're gonna double do dip this and we're gonna go we're gonna to, double dog do it. Yeah, we're gonna double dog dare do it. We're gonna um, we're going to look up a random thing. Actually, I'm gonna go on Facebook and I'm gonna find a weird phrase that someone's saying if it loads. It's not even loading. Okay, this is perfect. Um, so one of my friends is... A f- well, we'll see. So I'm going to type in, I'm entitled to... And what is the the top phrase to complete that? Legitimate uh, guess or joke guess or both? Both are welcome. Oh, well, now that you've set it up. I'm entitled to a girlfriend. Ooh, I'm entitled actually, to... Uh, no, that's not in there. I'm entitled to how much money? Uh, there's a lot of stuff to do with taxes on here. Uh, like I'm entitled to working tax credit and universal credit. Uh, you got one more guess. I'm entitled to an everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> oh, I haven't had them in years. <laughs> Did you eat any of them? Are they real? Yeah, they're I was real. Just, I was just um, refer- referencing Willy Wonka. Your reference was well noted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the candies in that were kind of real. Can you stamp my reference card, please, <laughs> to confirm it was noted and date, and date it received? You know, I want to bring that back. So anyway, it's I'm entitled to my opinion. Oh, okay. um, But fuck that game. I want to talk about how awesome reference is compared to reference. Okay. I want to bring that back. Was that said before? Reference? Probably. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine it would have to have been because refer is the word. And you affix ends to it. If you just say it authoritatively a few times, you'll get other people to start saying it. Isn't there, isn't there like some psych experiment that's like that, where like people were sitting in a waiting room and a buzzer would go off, and a few people would just stand when the buzzer went off and then sit back down. Um, and eventually, like everyone started doing it, even though it was nonsensical. Not that I've ever heard of, but I'm sure that it exists. I'm not well versed in. All the social psych experiments. I just took one intro class of social psych in All 2004. Right. Yeah. So 
um, I haven't heard of it, but that sounds like something that social psychologists would do. And, <laughs> and it sounds like some finding that would happen. Social psychology is the right level of sociopathy for me. Like I would, <laughs> because that's such a fucking like, you're manipulating people in such a way. I think that some of the experimenters really get did get a kick out of seeing people do stupid shit. Yeah. They were like, let's see if we can make these people do stupid shit. And it's in the name of science. <laughs> And it kind of was. <laughs> well, let's see. It's like having Jackass as yeah. a TV show, but as like your job and you get published. And you you run statistics on it. Oh, wonderful. But yeah, there was an experiment similar to that. So maybe if we just start calling it reference mm-hmm. by its proper name. Mm-hmm. Listeners, you know what to do. <laughs> we'll take it back. Reclaim it. Yeah. Yeah. reference it all started with me just mispronouncing a word and a movement was born you know in like three years everyone's going to be pronouncing it that way yeah and it'll be we'll have a record of who started it you heard it here first that's right neologism not really it's more of just mispronunciation but it's an improvement maybe it's a paleologism Right? Because if it's like the old way of pronouncing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just a traditionalist when it comes Ugh, to pronunciation. You're such a conservative. Well, you're the one wanting to go to ref- reference. Reference. You're the one taking it back. <laughs> what's funny is like, there's always people who, not always, but many times I've encountered people who mispronounce certain words but nobody around them also mispronounces it and and i'm just astonished that they're going they go through life and never are like wait a minute no one else ever says it the way i say it maybe i should like just verify that i'm saying it correctly one such way is um saying that a moot point or something being moot is being mute it's moot i know yeah i'm talking about people who don't say it right and you're, what is wrong with them? There's no you in there. That's absolutely right. And you wonder when they go around saying mute consistently. I have a question for you, actually, related to this. Uh-huh. Because I, NP, I'm pretty sure NPR is gaslighting me. I, I wouldn't put it past them. Like, I think they deliberately mispronounce things just to because they're, like, fucking weak tea neoliberals. I don't know, but... Weak tea? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know your, like, younger millennial slang. It's not. It's just a you really just dumb thing. Yeah. It's never been cool. Um, But no, what is the act before the first act in a musical concert? The act before the first act? Like, the, the music that's playing before the first act... I don't know what the term is. You're trying to get me to just pronounce it? Yeah. I don't know what that word means. Uh, P-R-E-L-U-D-E. Oh, prelude. Okay. That's how I say it. I can accept that pronunciation. I, you, I like prelude or prelude seems right, right? Yeah. Prelude, Everybody on NPR pronounces it prelude. Prelude? Prelude. Like P R E L dash Y U D E prelude. That's weird. I've never heard. Uh, well, I don't want to listen to NPR. Honestly, I've heard it, but I don't. I've never heard it pronounced that way before. Yeah. But on that station, it's that's the only way they pronounce it. That's in their like internal office manual of style. I'm convinced that they have some, and it's not the only word this happens with. It happens constantly on that on that station and that mm-hmm. station alone. And I don't know what's going on yeah. because I'll look it up in the dictionary and it's not even in half the time. It's not even in there. And the other like time it's like the rare pronunciation of something. Mm-hmm. That is really weird. Do you think that they'd not do that? Maybe they are trying to fuck with people. I think they are. Yeah, They're like, what can we get away with? <laughs> like I, th- like I don't mean to have my inner like conspiracy theorist come out, but I think it's just a way of making themselves look 
pretentious. Yeah, I, maybe they're just like we're NPR and we can do whatever we want. Yeah, and no one can stop us. Well, it's like coded language because if I went around saying that I really enjoyed the prelude to something, someone else who listens to NPR would be like, "I know what you listen to." Oh, they're trying to do like a left wing coded language in the same way that the right has been well they're kind of like centrist they're trying to do a they're trying to do a a centrist coded language in the same way that the right has been coding language for years yeah it's like the lamest dog whistles (laughs) it's like dog whistles for people who listen to npr it's like we just want to we just want to make sure you listen to this station that's all our agenda (laughs) is all we want that's all we ever wanted we want you to donate fifty dollars to keep us we want to give you a mug (laughs) That's yeah. all we ever wanted. Oh my fucking god! They had this. I hope they don't do it again. They're la- like I think a couple of like fun drives ago, they were giving away socks, and they kept obsessing over these socks. I looked them up. They're not special. They're kind of ugly, actually, and I wouldn't be caught dead wearing them. But like everybody who got them was like, "Yeah, they're the best socks ever." They look great. They keep my feet warm. And I'm like, you have defined socks. (laughs) They really provide a great barrier between my foot and my shoe. (laughs) They're shaped in the shape of a foot. It's awesome. Like, there's a place for my heel. There's a place for my toes. Yeah, like, I honestly, like, I think I would have given them money had they not, like, forced these dumb socks down my throat. Yeah just sounds like gym class all over again yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're like (laughs) you flash back to gym class yeah i really shouldn't have put all those socks down my own throat (laughs) everyone else is doing like the presidential fitness tests and you're just like in the corner like choking (laughs) on your own socks i'll get out of this (laughs) i'm gonna get out of vietnam (laughs) the teacher's like brian Vietnam's been over for about 30 years, and you're going to have to go to the nurses again. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they just give you, like, a, a little injection in your little arm yeah. and put you down so your parents pick you up. No, I'm like a five-year-old. They pull your pull socks out of your throat, and, but it was a magic <laughs> trick, so it just keeps coming out. Yeah. And there's, like, 20 yards of, like, colored, uh, you know, magic yeah. uh, rope. And written on the rope is, I'm a conscientious objector. <laughs> My uncle tried to be a conscientious objector, but they didn't let it. Like, they rejected his uh, objection. (laughs) Why? Wow. Um, And so... (laughs) Like, no, you're not a pacifist. Yeah, basically, they were like, no. Like, you know, we hear the testimony of this one, you know, person you got to to testify, but nah, you gotta go. Or, you know, you have to at least be registered. And... And he was like, and then somebody burned down the draft board building. And I was like, oh. (laughs) I was like, oh, did you? He's like, no. I know who did. (laughs) I know. God damn. So... I think that's cool, actually. That's something. That is conscientious objection right there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I told you I objected, oh. and you didn't listen. And I firebombed your shit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe computerize your records and maybe back them up offsite Day from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't, <laughs> back sh- when they had like not even five and a quarters, <laughs> <laughs> your shit might get burnt down. Oh my god, that's you know what? Pro that's protest. I mean, I certainly don't blame him. Yeah, I would not have gone. No, me either. I would have, like, I'd go now. Vietnam seems awesome. Yeah. It was my Vietnam. And by my Vietnam, I mean a two-week vacation I took to Vietnam. Yeah. I have been told. I would love to go to Vietnam, but not to fight there. No, I'd go for the food. Yeah. Um, I've been told that you, if you go as an American, they'll kind of rub it in that they won. And I'm like, you know what? I can deal with that. I mean, it, it's not wrong. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you like our beautiful city? And I'm like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I want to go to see myself, though. Like, it seems pretty mm-hmm. cool. We're like, look, you won. Can I just have 
like a spring roll, please. Yeah, right now. All I want is pho. <laughs> you won, you won. Give me the pho. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean, that, yeah. D- fucking disaster, whatever. Yeah. The moral of the story is burn down the draft boards, I guess. Yeah. They don't really do it so much anymore. Television has uh, brainwashed enough people to be interested in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have the. They don't currently have the draft, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you seen these ads? You get to fly a helicopter if you sign up and get to be with all your best friends for a couple <laughs> years, and then they pay for college, and nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> I almost said "built Ford tough," but that's yeah. the wrong slogan. <laughs> it's not. It's that's not. the right slogan. It's just Ford. Ford is like subsidized the. <laughs> the army is Ford tough. <laughs> Built Ford. Tough. <laughs> Ford is like the shittiest make too. <laughs> They're so bad. I know. That like half- built, built Ford tough is like so. You're saying that you're a cardboard box with paint on the outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you know what Ford stands for? Found on road dead. Ford. So. I will never buy a Ford after an experience driving a 2005 Ford Focus for work. And it was only three to five, four years old when I was driving it. It, or it had a good amount of miles, probably like 80 or 90,000, although cars should last far beyond that. It was the worst piece of shit ever. And I know that Ford has since stopped making their cars as shitty as that one. But I'm like any company that would make the thing that I'm currently driving right now that's the biggest piece of shit ever. No, not doing business with them. Yeah, because right. <laughs> I this is like I can't even believe people who make cars made this. This is so stupid. That's so sad. Yeah, it, like you're you're spending like a not insignificant portion of your life's income mm-hmm. on a car, right? And for it to be shit is unacceptable. It's outright sinister. Yeah. Um, what were things that were wrong with it? One of them was just stupid little things like it had a it was um automatic transmission but it had a shifter on the floor you know instead of by the steering wheel. Oh god! I mean they all most cars are like that, but you know yours is too. You know right? Oh, I'm thinking specifically like the floor floor Uh, because my my father's truck had one that went down into the ground. Oh well, I don't know if it's that maybe that was not the right term that I was using, but it's essentially you know one that's down by your right hand where you would shift, but. I often, like, especially in the winter, it got to the point where, like, I couldn't get it fully in park. Like, I could get it in, but it wouldn't register. And it, and because I couldn't get it fully in park, I couldn't take the key out of the ignition. <laughs> so I'd be, like... And, like, I called the, like, auto, like, service company that was kind of contracted with us to advise and to manage the maintenance, sort of. And they were like, yeah, this is a known issue with it, like try like backing up and going forward so i'm sitting in like a parking lot before i can go into my appointment having driven this work car and i'm just like going back forward back forward trying to like get wow. my get it because if the key could come out i mean i understand the safety issue but if the key can come out i could have just put it in almost park turned it off <laughs> put the emergency brake on on a flat surface i don't need it to be in park you know it's not going to roll down anywhere that's the pinnacle of safety when you put your car in almost park well, I couldn't. I had to go back and forth in the parking lot for like 10 minutes until I could get it. Because water would get up under the car, I guess. Uh, and, oh, rusted out. It wasn't rusted as much as it caused it to not be able to like understand that it was in park. Even though I, I could. Oh, that's it was the stupidest thing. And then other things just like it wasn't super cold, but the windshield wiper fluid thing would be like frozen. And <laughs> I couldn't get the windshield wiper fluid onto the windshield. So I couldn't see because because I couldn't wipe it, and it was like all the salt and I couldn't go to like the appointment I had to go to because I could not see out the car I'm on the highway I'm like I gotta get off this exit honestly that car sounds like it had been abused it was just made terribly yeah I mean it was abused in the factory yeah it was abused at birth uh, yeah <laughs> Ford abused from birth so anyway going back to the military <laughs> um what is their slogan? Army of One. Oh, I think so. Which seems silly. It used to be like, be all that you could be, right? Yeah. 
and then it was like army of one and and now it's we'll pay for college <laughs> now it's like what else are you gonna do yeah right <laughs> u.s army do you really have any other option question mark <laughs> and tarot bang <laughs> parenthesis that's a rhetorical question close parenthesis yeah <laughs> and you try and join the army and they were like no and you're like yeah i was too fat <laughs> <laughs> but they they're like you're too fat but you want a bag yeah well they told me they're like we can set you up with a personal trainer to like lose weight and then you can reapply and i'm like I'm, uh, yeah i'll I'll well, let me get this bag that. and then I'll talk to my parents about it. And then I took the bag and I didn't talk to my parents about it. They were going to give you a free personal trainer? I don't know. I was not old enough to think clearly. <laughs> I guess it's like weren't. last week. <laughs> last week. You just try and join the army every week, get a new bag. <laughs> I'd have so much swag. Let's be real. You should do that, but then you can sell it online. I think I might be too old now. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there was a war that they were, like, drafting people, you'd probably make the cut. But I don't think, like, your new recruit, um, you're not the target new recruit they're looking for. Like, I might be able to, like, pay my way into becoming a lieutenant or something, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I could join, like, regular army. Mm -hmm. I'd have to be like, oh, yeah, I can hack. (laughs) You should... (laughs) I want you to like walk into the army recruiter station and be like, hey, um, I'd like to be a green beret. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where I could sign up for that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I wonder what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I am not in the best shape that a human body can be in. <laughs> I'm not the worst, but I don't think I could run a mile. (laughs) If they had a draft now, I really don't... Like, I think that's another reason that they can't have a draft, is that so many people, they'd take them to the army, and they'd be like, they're, like, way too out of shape, and there's no way they're going to get in shape. And and they'd be, like, in boot camp, and they're they're like, do these push-ups, and it's like, no. Like, I physically can't do push-ups. Oh, I can't do a push-up. Right. Holy crap. I can't either. So, I don't have upper body strength. They're like, climb over that wall uh, that's like really high up. I'd be like, I can't. Like, you can give me a ladder. I'll go up the ladder. I'll be scared. But I had that ladder's going to shake. Yeah. But I'd prefer not to go up ladders more than like six feet high because I get a little scared of falling. But I like physically can't get over this wall. I physically cannot get up and run, uh, you know, five miles. I have it. Uh, iliotibial band syndrome okay yeah right i'm sleeping (laughs) we are not army material i should have burned down the draft board (laughs) you didn't get drafted well if i was ever in the army that would be because i was drafted oh oh that yeah in this in this hypothetical see i wonder i want to go to like the like the recruiting office and be like how can i join the military as a captain (laughs) How can I join the military as a three-star general? Yeah. No, look, I don't want to overshoot. Like, <laughs> but I feel like I I feel like I don't need to go through the I get the bullshit. I I see what you guys are doing here. I see how you're breaking people down and building them up. I don't yeah. need to go through Don't worry. It. I can break myself down. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. <laughs> I broke myself down, build myself up, and I'm uh I have a lot of solidarity with myself. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. I've dug deep. I plan on being president one day and it would be really good if I had an officer's rank. <laughs> so, you know, throw me a bone. What mm-hmm. what's it going to take? What's it going to take? Yeah. So a lot of the um recruiters, not a lot, but there's been like I think some scandals where they sign people up that really they shouldn't have but they was they wanted their bonuses so yeah. there's people with like psychiatric problems or whatever that like normally they wouldn't take you know or disciplinary legal problems that they normally wouldn't take and they're like yeah i signed them up didn't didn't know about it you know, <laughs> didn't ask didn't tell got my bonus hmm, that's so army yeah. <laughs> so i can see that you're just like that's how you get to be like an officer and they're like um do you have any like experience you're like no i play a lot of chess <laughs> i'd be that guy i've read the art of war 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I bet I could do a good job as like a military strategist. I think I could do a good job as a military strategist. I just, um, you know, I, I just want to be as far away from the front line as possible. Yeah. I just move around little like hypothetical human lives. Yeah. On yeah. A, on a game board. Yeah, exactly. The, the minute the faces get taken away, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. I can do that. It's yeah. just like playing with army men, right, guys? <laughs> Except really. <laughs> Except it's humans. Except it's actually army men. Yeah, it's just like playing with... You guys are just like the plastic guys. Look at you. <laughs> the most inspiring speech. <laughs> with your with your little uniforms. Oh, you're so cute. You guys yeah. made your bed so well. I bet if I caught you on fire, you'd melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You say I'm dark. <laughs> That was like possibly the darkest joke I've ever heard. <laughs> Look, I had to have napalm growing up. You had to have napalm? Yeah, with my little army men. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you burn them? I had a couple. Mm-hmm. I I got a little creeped out by it, actually. Yeah. And I didn't do it again. Like, one of them, the, his legs burnt off, so he looked like he'd, like, an actual, like, like someone who'd been injured in war. Oh, that's horrible. And I'm like, this is really disturbing. Yeah. I'm going to put that away and never play with army men again. <laughs> Until I join the army in ten years. No, I never had army men to play with. Um, I don't think it was because... I was a little girl. I think it was just because my um, parents were anti-war. Not so much anti-military as, like, not to say your parents are, like, pro-glorifying the military and war, but I think my parents were, like, actively, like, fuck that. We're not going to give her, like, we're not going to teach her to, like, want to play with, you know, wars. We don't need her to be, like, a general. Yeah. (laughs) And to, like, cause the deaths (laughs) of, like, tens of thousands of people. Right. No, my parents were very hands-off, and <laughs> as long as it wasn't, like, pornographic, they didn't care. What are you doing with those army men? Is that porn? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Carry on, soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, so, yeah, I, they did not care what I played with. Yeah. Pretty much. Mine didn't care. I think it's more just like they wouldn't buy me something. Like, if somehow I obtained an army man, I'm sure... They wouldn't have been like, you can't play with that. Although, actually, they might have been because I wasn't allowed to play with squirt guns. Oh, you did not have a childhood. Those things were so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> My mom didn't want to, like, socialize me to, to like, be a school shooter. So she no. was like, that was before school shooters were a thing. So she just didn't want, I think she just was anti, like, violence and guns. Yeah. Well, she got lucky. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Despite her best efforts, I didn't end up killing anyone yeah no squirt guns are the best they are pretty cool they are genuinely fun i had one that shot like 70 psi that's just dangerous it's so dangerous at that point you might as well just get a bb gun well it had an air pump um like a like a pressure chamber that you would attach to so it had a backpack full of water and it had two pressure chambers that you could use and pump air into and if you like i think i overfilled the chamber mm-hmm. a little bit because like the gun would like start creaking <laughs> who did you shoot i destroyed a hornet's nest oh shit did like, you get attacked they were obliterated oh like it was way up in a tree like probably like 30 feet up mm-hmm. and i just went and it was that that hornet's nest was gone none of them you don't think any of them could have like flown away oh i'm sure they did but they i think i was too far away for a bee to realize what had happened yeah damn well that's good that you uh really took them out because if you like half take them out they will exact their revenge. I also used to spray snakes. They didn't like it. No. I think I killed one with that gun. Yeah. That's kind of mean. It, I didn't mean to. Like, I just wanted to, like, give it a hard time. 
<laughs> it's like when you're walking on the sidewalk and people throw like a rock at you from a car. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, I just wanted to give you a hard time. But you were a little kid, so. Yeah, yeah. Little kids are little sociopaths. Yeah, they are. They don't have like understanding or empathy and they don't give a fuck. The, the, well, here's the thing. Like kids typically like when they realize that they've done something wrong, they feel bad. Yeah. I just don't think they have enough experience to realize if something's going to be a bad decision. Yeah, that's true. I agree. Most kids don't want to hurt people or things, yeah. but they have no way to think through the fact that if they hurt something, it's going to hurt them. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make the don't make the connection between yeah. their actions and the consequence. And they're like, like, "What the fuck happened?" You got to figure like half a decade ago, they'd been experiencing the oceanic feeling of being one with the universe. Yeah, like and they've but, never recovered. It, I, that can do that can fuck you up mm-hmm. <laughs> getting born can definitely fuck you up for life <laughs> <laughs> damn that is that is some wisdom dropped right there you heard it here first <laughs> what is that you getting born can fuck you up Get, for life yep <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh shit! I don't so get busy getting born or get busy dying. I think that's the episode. <laughs> you can't get better than that. Quit while you're ahead. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't allowed to have a gun, a, a water gun. Although I somehow had a small green one that was grandfathered in, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it didn't do much. It was just a handheld, and because we had it. I think it was, like, from, I don't know, my parents, or, like, it was a hand-me-down or something. It wasn't, like, an heirloom, but it was, like, old, and it turned up. We were allowed to keep it, but otherwise, I had a um, small plastic seahorse that I could fill with water, squeeze it, and it would squirt water at somebody out of the seahorse mouth. That was okay. <laughs> the, the shape of the gun was the problem. The actual uh, impact of shooting thing, people with water was not the... Um, bright line that was okay that is interesting yeah because you're still like like i get that it it must be like a a like we do not want like Mm -hmm. our child to identify this shape with fun yeah and i don't think they're necessarily wrong but i don't know that it really would have had that much of an impact one one way or the other like i don't love guns now but it's not because I wasn't allowed to play with them. It's more because I don't want to, like, get injured or killed by accident yeah. or on purpose. Well, you it's know, like... I'm more afraid of them because they're scary uh, because they are guns. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I played with a BB gun with it when I was a kid, but I never had any interest in owning a real firearm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I moved on to video game guns which are always going to be cooler than real guns yeah like just by default and real yeah they're cheaper and real guns you only get to shoot so so many times yeah video game guns you can shoot forever and you still get to watch people's heads fly off so you don't go to prison yep that's (laughs) it's way better video games uh, where you can kill people with no consequences. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Actually, like, before we hang up, um, even though you're sitting across from me, um, there was there's an interesting thing in video games, in, like, first-person shooters, where up until fairly recently, like, you never found a game where you could shoot, like, other human beings. It was always, like, zombies or Nazis. Who are human beings? All oh, the horrible ones. The, the parents. They've lost that privilege. At least in the video game world. Right. Or like aliens or something like that. Like it's never like other, like typical human beings. Mm-hmm. But now you can? Yeah, a little bit. Like Grand Theft Auto opened it up mm-hmm. where you could just be like, oh, look, there's a family walking to the mall. I bet they're Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Grand Theft Auto, I mean, whatever, people could play it and they do, but it's kind of like to to have it be like the story 
to just kill people for no reason whereas before you know the story is like gotta kill them because they're nazis and i'm not in favor of them or i gotta kill them because they're zombies or whatever you know is a little bit weird it's kind of like oh gotta kill them because they're walking along the side of the road (laughs) (laughs) i have never been i'm never going to hitchhike with you (laughs) (laughs) what I don't play Grand Theft Auto. I, but like that that phrase yeah. saying, "Gotta kill him." Yeah. Ugh, I had a friend that played Grand Theft Auto in like sixth grade, and he was the worst person. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if you played Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I did, but like he's the kid that introduced me to it, and he was like the slimiest thing mm-hmm. like sixth graders are typically slimy anyway yeah like physically physically but like this and mentally this kid loved boogers <laughs> oh my god that's way too old to love boogers it's way too old yeah like he liked playing with them and throwing <laughs> them at people oh my god yeah what if there was a video game where you shot kids who were throwing boogers at you god i would buy that i'd buy it <laughs> twice <laughs> I mean, oh my god, if a, if a kid, if a sixth grade boy threw a booger at me, like, I don't know what I would do. I would might need to be held back from just, like, kicking that kid's ass. <laughs> like, I will beat up a, six, a sixth grader. <laughs> I will beat up an 11-year-old boy if, a, if an 11-year-old boy throws a booger at me. Yeah. I will take a fucking... I'll, I'll get in my car because I have a car because I'm an adult. Yeah. I'll run over that. <laughs> you want to play Grand Theft Auto, kid? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to die by um, by being hit by a subcompact today? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, then throw a booger at me. I hate to break this to you, but threatening to kill someone with a subcompact is a little underwhelming. <laughs> All I'm saying is I own a subcompact. And if you throw a booger at me, I don't know what I'm going to do. You can draw your own conclusions. I'm gonna. You can draw your own conclusions. I'm gonna leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even look at you right now. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I think I have um. I have to do some inner child work. I think because you need a therapist. <laughs> Jokes on you. I have a therapist. <laughs> We've been working. No, I think I need to do some inner child work um, on my aggression towards um, like snotty Im- imbecilic kids. It's really hypothetical, though, because honestly, I don't really, I don't ever interact with kids who are like young who are snotty to me like i don't interact with them period are you like creating imaginary fights with sixth graders in your head (laughs) um in this podcast i am all right and it's come up a little bit it's come up a couple times it's come up in conversation uh (laughs) and well there was one kid on the um i was walking yesterday who was biking and they had this like t-shirt on that said something the kid must have been like 12 and the t-shirt was like if you stomp on my flag and then I had a picture of the american flag like like i'll i'll beat your ass or something like that and i was like <laughs> you fucking piece of shit first don't threaten me and also i have first amendment rights you're not the government you're not the cops you don't have a legitimate use of force you're fucking 11 <laughs> get get back here bike back here. here watch me burn a flag and come at me bro come at me you will See, not stop my ass i'll take your bike and i'll hit you with it if you like, try we definitely need to work on that well it doesn't really cause me too much problems in my life i don't like i said i know you're not like actually doing it like i said i, re- I don't really interact with uh, kids at all i'm gonna find out i'm gonna like read the newspaper tomorrow and there's <laughs> gonna they're gonna find a body or something no i don't interact with kids really because i don't have occasion to and the ones i do interact with are respectful yeah like so yeah i think that age particularly is just like kids like thinking they're rebellious yeah they do and so that's especially where you live which is like the like 
suburbs mm-hmm. like wearing a an american flag t-shirt yeah. is probably the re- most rebellious they're gonna get yeah well the suburbs i live in are not by any means anti-american but there are not like um that obsessed with displays of gratuitous displays of patriotism so like my right. town doesn't have flags flying everywhere there's some but it's not like trying to remind you that you're in america all the time like some towns they assume we know you know most of the residents are like yeah we're in america we don't need to fly like six flags about it we know so yeah well and then there's the other half (laughs) of what of the area that's that's gratuitously patriotic yeah yeah uh Yay. Anyway, that is, uh, I think we should wrap up. We're, at, we're over our hour. Okay. We can, we could wrap up the podcast. This has been episode nine. We have learned that Connie has inner child issues <laughs> and that I am going to be a four star general. Usually with inner child issues, they want you to talk to yourself as a child, like, when and be like it's okay like i you know you're gonna be all right you're safe they don't say like go back and talk to another child and beat them up (laughs) yeah right well you need to like not beat your inner child up you need to have a conversation where you don't want to kill your inner child yeah yeah it's i do it's not directed at myself (laughs) that's what they all say anyway we have learned some things today what will we learn tomorrow i don't know i guess we'll tell you about it Mm -hmm. bye bye just a quick addendum at the end of the episode It occurred to us after we were done recording that we could have used the name Edgar Allan Crow. My apologies for not getting it in there sooner.